Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Be Brown Back. Tonight, we have the honor of hosting Vivek Raja at Vivek Raja 007. He's going to give a talk on the AI way of reminding you to wear face masks. I'm going to give some quick notes for Be Brown Back first timers. We have several channels. We have called, uh, we do recordings in Spanish, in Portuguese, in EMEA time zones, US time zones. This is the US. Uh, show we all share the hashtag be brown bag um, so that you can send us questions if you want to get in touch with a speaker if you're listening live and but you want to send us the questions through twitter i will be monitoring twitter we also have the handles on the left so you can actually you know if you want to present the brown bag let us know we're always looking for fun presenters that want to teach others something cool like vivek will be doing today I wanted to highlight some things about Vivek. Vivek is, uh, where did I put this? This one. So this is his Twitter handle. He is a Guinness World Record holder. So I'm gonna ask him to explain a little bit more about that. But Vivek mainly works as a data science uh, scientist at his startup, Nextem, um, where he develops really cool technology uh, machine learning enabled brain computer, brain computer interface hardware, which is like, Next, you know, super futuristic, right? So I'm very happy to be hosting Vivek tonight. I will stop my share. I will stop my video and let us get it from, directly from him. Perfect. So thanks for your wonderful introduction and warm introduction. And hello, everyone who's joining in for today's session. So just give me a second so that I'll share my screen. Uh, can you confirm that you can see my screen right now? Perfect. Loud and clear. Perfect. Okay, great. Awesome. So good evening, everyone, and wherever you are from joining in. So it's actually early morning in India right now, where I'm actually present at 6 a.m. around uh, 6 a.m. So I'm pretty much uh, uh, very happy to present, to be part of V Brownback. And yeah, today's session is about the AI way of reminding you to wear face masks. So I'm, I'm actually sure that uh, most of the governments, governments have actually lifted some restrictions, but this is a sort of a cool project which I've been working on for a while. So, which I've been using this as to motivate students or someone who can actually take up and solve real problems. So that's the main reason I wanted to present this topic over here. So it might actually uh, help someone to get started with machine learning if they are really looking into. And uh, in this session, there are a few things which we'll be covering. So first I'll be introducing you to what is AWS AI services. And then we will deep dive into one service called AWS recognition. And that's where we have our core solution present in it. So which is called PPE detection. And we'll see how that works. So we'll actually leverage that PPE detection to actually build our solution, which is how to de detect a face mask. And we will try to evaluate those in different scenarios and see how it works. And of course, this follows by a cool demo. So this won't have much of a details in theory or in demo, but it's more what you can take away is like how to actually convert your use cases or services into some pretty interesting solutions that can solve real problems. So before that, let me give a quick introduction. So uh, even Ariel gave a warm introduction. So let me like to reiterate. So this is my Twitter handle Vivek Raja not not seven. So please don't ask me why I have not not seven because uh, I created it when I was a kid. I was a fan of James Bond. So it ended up like that. So currently I'm working as data scientist at the US-based startup called Nextim. So where we build brain computer interfacing hardware and software solutions. And uh, you can take a look at our website called nextim.ai. 
And if you're interested to look, learn more about it, just ping me and I'd like to really take you through. And I'm a Guinness World Record holder, which I was able to get in 2021. So I was part of the 613 people who took part in the largest online bug fixing challenge by AWS, which took place in uh, Las Vegas uh, reInvent conference. But I actually participated in remote, but anyway, I was part of those 613 developers who, who actually helped AWS to achieve this particular record. And I'm pretty much happy about it. And of course, this is one of my lifetime achievement. And I'm AWS machine learning hero. And uh, the, the journey is pretty far, uh, very good so far. So I love to talk more about machine learning and cloud. And I'm not restricting myself to AWS. I speak about uh, Azure, GCP, Oracle, and so on and so. So anything that interests that lies between AI and cloud, I'm mostly into that. And also I love to speak with a lot with community and community members. So I'm actually running a couple of communities on my own. I'm running AWS user group Madurai, and I'm also part of AWS user group India. And I also run Azure developer communities in India, which has more than 10K members. And you can find me in almost every single developer communities in India, which has uh, TensorFlow user groups, uh, anything which is associated with cloud or AI. And I'm 16 times multi-cloud certified. Uh, I'm Azure, Microsoft Azure data scientist, uh, developer associate, data engineer associate, and Oracle solution architect professional, and Alibaba cloud as well. So, and uh, from my college days, I love to pass, participate in hackathons. That's where I actually developed my uh, my passion for problem solving. And I participated in over 60 to 70 plus hackathons in, in duration of three to four years. And I won around 20 plus uh, international and national hack hackathons. And uh, besides that, I love to uh, research a lot. So I published around five research papers and I also filed for a patent. And of course, you know that patent takes a while to get approved, so it's still under evaluation purposes. And I'm very active speaker, mentor, blogger, and open source contributor. You can check out my blog, uh, blogging websites, dev.2 and medium blog as well, where I write mostly about cloud and AI. And you can check out my repositories and Vivek at Vivek0712. And I'm actually, uh, regarding my uh, educational experiences, I graduated uh, bachelor's of computer science in 2020. And uh, right after that, I jumped into startup and working with my startup. So it's been one and a half years of good journey so far. So this is an uh, introduction about me. And uh, let's now see about, uh, let's dive into the session right away. So first of all, as per our agenda, let, let me take you through why we have AI, uh, AI services in AWS. So let me ask you a couple of questions. So. Uh, Imagine like you want to actually add intelligence to your particular applications and you are looking for some, some solution to it. So let me ask you a few questions that will help you to determine whether you want to use AI services or not. So are you very new to machine learning, which means you are complete new by, but you have to, you, you are willing to actually take a, a leverage of machine learning to be included in your applications or your projects or something else, or are you an application developer who wants to leverage AI services? Or are you an ML enthusiast, but you're just started with your ML journey, but you want to expand your scope of implementing some amazing use cases? Or are you really an AI expert who wants to build quick and accurate AI models? I guess if, if you answered as to any of these questions, then AI services is for you. The reason is let's walk, walk you through again. So AI services are a ready-made intelligence for your applications 
and workforce for your common use cases with quality and accuracy from continuously learning APIs. So it might sound a bit of a theoretical definition, but let me break it down for you for, for easy reference. So uh, imagine you're actually building an application or a solution and you want it to be uh, very intelligent. For example, you wanted to read some uh, a te a text from an image or that's one of the common use cases. Or where you, do you want to uh, identify your faces from an image or do something uh, with images or text or something like that? So if one of your solution, your problems actually falls under a sort of a common use case, then it's better that you uh, leverage whatever has been implemented so far rather than putting your time and effort to build out the same product by yourself. So what's the difference do you have if you do actually do so? So the AI services are pretty much good, uh, uh, accurate uh, uh, APIs. So which means you can get a decent accuracy for your uh, APIs as well. And it supports custom learning as well as well. And uh, compared to that, if you want to really put your own effort and time to make your best accurate models, you're free to do so. But this is more for an immediate solution that you can look out for. So let's go back to our previous slide to understand now why we really want it. So if you're new to machine learning and you still want to really leverage that machine learning capabilities, then you can immediately go for API service, just make a REST API call and your applications is now intelligent enough to handle those problem statements. Or now you're an application developer who wants to leverage API services. I guess that answers the same question. And also if you are an ML enthusiast with limited uh, knowledge, so um, machine learning is more like a, a big ocean where you have so much of subdomains, but you want to, if you're actually pro, uh, very much confident in one domain, say like computer vision, but you want to start exploring in natural language processing, then taking up, uh, learning about the theory concepts, then understanding, then implementing it, then going for a production workloads that will serve real problems might take a real long time, right? So, but if you want to really have some uh, uh, an immediate use case where you can leverage those kind of uh, things, then uh, you should go for AI services. Then, even though if you are an AI expert, but you want, but given that you don't have a time or resource constraint, then the best approach is to leverage your AI services. So, I guess that's the reasons why people actually love using AI services in first place. So, I think now the definition will make you much more clear like why we are using it and what it really means and how does it serve its purposes. So to, to take back a couple of quick looks, uh, what your uh, AI services provide is like, you can broadly classify them into uh, four categories, which I prefer to, which is language, decision, vision, and speech. So in language, there are a couple of AI services like Comprehend, uh, which is exclusive for medical as well. So it tries to understand your text related uh, 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 insights and so on. So, and you can build a chatbot using Lex. Uh, there's Textract, which actually extracts the text from your images. And Kindra is your uh, enterprise uh, uh, in-house uh, search engine. And Translate helps you to translate from one language to another, and which is pretty much a common one. And in this session, we have Code Guru. So. Uh, one more interesting thing while I started using Code Guru is, uh, as I mentioned, I was part of the Guinness World Record, right? So, uh, the how we actually started to fix bug is like uh, the Code Guru actually identifies where the bugs are in the code repositories, and it will be pointed out to the developers, and the developers goes and fixes it. And once it is fixed, it Code Guru actually evaluates whether the error is fixed or not. Once it's done, 
if the code guru approves that this error has been fixed then it shows that okay it's done so actually code guru helps in reviewing and maintaining your code uh, writing some automated test and also points out some uh, security and resource related bugs and so on and so so it's an amazing service which you can look out for and the second one is look out for equipment and vision so lookout actually helps you to uh, uh, to make some decisions over uh, uh, a vision computer vision techniques as well and monitron actually helps you to monitor your ml services in a in a intelligent way and fraud detector i think that's one of the uh, very prominent services that usually used in finances to identify if there is any fraudulent transactions or fraudulent data which is coming in and you need to separate that out of your normal transactions and data and forecast uh, it's uh, a time series forecast where you try to forecast your sales or something like that and personalize helps you to build a recommended system in in minutes and the vision category has a couple of interesting ones so most of them fall under the category of recognition uh, where we have a couple of use cases like uh, custom label text detection face detection face search and celebrity recognition and so on so uh, we'll see much more detail in upcoming slides and moving on to the next subtopic is where we have speech so we have poly and transcribe so transcribe actually helps you to convert your audio to text uh, uh, it's uh, uh, text to speech and speech text capabilities and stuff so you can find actually find poly in most of the aws documentation where it helps you to read out uh, the documentation uh, in the same so whenever next time you check you open an aws uh, uh, documentation uh, please do check out poly which is which usually appears below your title of your documentation and when you click play it actually reads out the complete documentation for you so uh, now let's try to understand like uh, uh, how AWS recognition plays a vital role in this AI services ecosystem. So uh, AWS recognition is primarily for computer vision techniques. So which helps you to identify insights and work on images and videos. So uh, it is like a, a very amazing use case where you can use it for so many uh, problem statements. I use it for uh, uh, a lot of statements and even I used it for a couple of hackathons which actually helped me to build some intelligent solutions. So uh, AWS recognition helps you to uh, uh, use APIs and you can pick out images and videos from your S3 bucket or you can upload it and so on. So. And it's completely and continuously learning API which means your accuracy turns to be improving in, in, a, in, a, in a period of time. So you can actually depend on uh, recognition for your best and decent accurate uh, predictions. So what sort of use cases that uh, uh, AWS recognition produ produce uh, gives us? So we have seen that it has celebrity recognition and so on. So let's try to go one by one. So the first one is searchable image and video libraries. So AWS recognition helps actually helps you to tag faces and keep it as a collection so that whenever the user comes again, you will be able to identify the user based on his face and, and video images. So it helps you to maintain a very good collection of uh, uh, faces and images. So even that go, goes for the second use case where you can have it for face-based user verification, more like uh, it'll be like a replacement for biometrics where you can just stand in front of camera to mark your attendance or, or for approval to enter a particular premises or building. Then the third one is a detection of personal protective equipment like face masks, helmet, and so on. So uh, today's talk will be primarily based on this use case where 
we'll be detecting a personal protective equipment which is nothing but your face mask and sentiment and your demographical analysis is where uh, it helps you to understand what emotion that the user actually exhibits for example if if i immediately capture my uh, my face and i send it to aws recognition it actually tells me what sort of emotion that i exhibit and also it gives you demographic analysis where i i prominently where i come from and what sort of uh, i'm a male or female and what sort of analysis i have like i wear uh, glasses i wear a t-shirt and uh, uh, i have a mustache i have a beard and so on and so it it actually helps you to identify face uh, facial landmarks and so on and so and of course you can search your face and in also uh, moderation is one of the big uh, uh, use case in aws recognition where it helps you to identify some uh, abnormal or unwanted content in your uh, images or video and helps you to detect and take some action on it and celebrity recognition is like a big bundle of uh, uh, celebrities where you can identify whether the person is a celebrity or not so if you actually try to upload my picture to celebrity recognition you will find that it won't rec recognize me as a not a celebrity which means you can assure that it's working perfectly but of course if you upload uh, Werner Vogler who is actually the city of amazon but yep it shows he is uh, uh, the the celebrity over there and of course it works amazing and uh, text detection is where you try to identify text in a particular image and you can even build custom labels out of it and if you feel like you want to know more about this since our uh, primary point of discussion is not based on these use cases i've already done a session on these so i will pass down the links in in my uh, in at the end of the talk or in the twitter so that you can see how that recognition works in in demo purposes as well and we can add them to the comments in the YouTube video as well. Sure. Okay, definitely. Uh, I'll pass the link uh, at the end of the session. Thanks. So what about the benefits what we have? So actually, we have seen the benefits of using AI services. So it's uh, very easy to integrate and uh, you can actually leverage uh, based with no or uh, high expertise of your machine learning capabilities and stuff. So but what does this AWS recognition have uh, uh, benefits? And how does it uh, turn to be uh, very useful compared to your custom uh, CV uh, models and machine learning models? So trust me, I have been working in custom models for a while, and it's one of the. It requires a lot of compute and uh, and building a, a facial or even an image data set. It's it's very difficult as compared to a text or tablet data set, and uh, there is a lot of lot of pre-processing uh, processing techniques which which is involved in images. To make sure you make a good prediction so uh, building a complete uh, computer vision pipeline is sort of a difficult and uh, it's not a difficult but it's more like a hectic process that you have to dedicate a lot of time resources and effort to it so it actually takes most of your efforts off and gives out an api service that you can immediately call and get your results from so that's integration uh, is very useful and uh, you can easily integrate that with your app so which means it is completely production ready and it's a deep learning based image and video analysis so as i said before uh setting up a deep learning uh, machine learning pipeline is completely uh, it requires time and effort and attention as well so this uh, actually helps you to uh take those burden away from you and scalable image analysis where it can identify images from 10 images to even thousands or 10000 images or even you can do live predictions on many of the images at a while so it's very scalable and it's very reliant and robust as well. 
and you can integrate that with other AWS services. For example, uh, you can take your uh, image inputs or video inputs from an S3 bucket, and you can interact your results with some external AWS services like SQS, where you drop your so uh, answers or results through that, and it's completely low cost. So imagine that if you are actually building your own machine learning model where you have to spin your own EC2 instance or your SageMaker instance, then you try to build your own model, then you deploy it, then you have you have to pay for an endpoint whenever you use it. So comparatively, like the effort and time and the cost you put into uh, AWS recognition is much more uh, and and very reliable and a low cost solution for it. So that's these are the benefits that AWS recognition has. But of course, this when you move to a production or a, a solution where you try to uh, solve some real problems or for an industry use case, there is always a constant debate that goes between your organization or between your architects or your developers to which resources or which services do you opt for. So uh, I won't directly recommend that you should always use uh, recognition, but of course, considering the benefits, uh, you should take a, a very valid decision that helps your organization or business values. So now that we actually spoke a lot about why we have AI services in first place, then we saw what are the different types of AI services that exist in AWS ecosystem. Then we took a particular interest in AWS recognition, which helped us to understand how a computer vision problem is actually taken care of. And it helps to, uh, uh, to solve some computer vision problems and techniques. Now we are going to narrow down to our particular topic, which is of today's uh, uh, interest, which is how to direct a face mask. So we'll be actually using a protective personal protective equipment detection API from uh, AWS recognition. And we will try to uh, uh, identify face masks from that. So to before to know how we are actually doing it, we need to learn what what's that API actually does. So let's have some quick view on that. So uh, AWS recognition has a uh, personal protective equipment. So it helps you to identify uh, and improve your workspace uh, safety. For example, uh, uh, workspace safety in the sense of if a person is working in a construction and it's mandatory the person wears a gland, hand gloves and a hard helmet and a protective eyewear if he's working in welding or something like that. So these are some mandatory uh, uh, things that uh, you have to comply to ensure your worker is safe. So uh, to automate or you make it much more efficient, you can use these APIs to, uh, to identify whether your, your workers are you are actually safe in your workspace. And also you can use it for various uh, uh, use cases, one such as what we are going to see today. So let's try to uh, have some deep dive. So how that this particular API works. So what you do is uh, you try to pass an input image to detect protection equipment API. So then it responds you with a, a JSON structure, which includes a couple of things. So this information helps you to identify what it really detected. So it detects how many persons are present in that picture. And it identifies what parts of body where the PP is what, whether it's a face, head, or if it's a hand, if it's even identifies whether it's a left hand or right hand, then it also identifies what type of uh, PPE equipment that they are wearing. So if it's a face mask or face cover, or if it's a hand card, which a cover, which is nothing but a gloves, or if it's a head cover and so on and so. So based on uh, uh, the items of detected PPE, uh, you identify whether uh, uh, that PPE is covers the corresponding body part. So what it really means is, uh, 
this is one of the interesting and uh, the one which I like the most about the direct protective equipment. So before I elaborate this, I think it's better that I show you, show you a demo, then you then I explain you why it actually makes much more sense on this last point. So which is let me reiterate like for the items of detected PPE, an indicator of for whether or not the PPE covers a corresponding body part. So this is actually amazing uh, service uh, and feature of this particular API. So what type of PPE uh, that this API covers? It covers face, hand, and head. And uh, it's right now, it's time for us to dive into demo. So demo is very much uh, very basic, uh, but it helps you to understand how this particular uh, things work. And I'll also uh, show you how, how you can scale this particular solution into a complete end-to-end -end part. So which, uh, which is not actually part of a demo, but I, I think I can walk you through those steps as well. So just give me a second where I switch to my AWS console uh, for a second. Uh, so I have to stop fine. my sharing right now. Oh. No worries. We, we will always wait whatever we have to wait for a Google demo. <laughs> ah, perfect. <laughs> So uh, can you confirm that you can see my uh, console home is what I was console. able to see before. Yep. Yep. yep, perfect. So uh, right now, let me walk you through the console. Uh, so once you log into your AWS console, so this is where we have SageMaker. So right now I'm actually hosting a notebook and I'm running from it. So, but you can check out your AWS recognition from here. So. One second. Yep. So when you enter into a recognition, it shows you a lot of lot of uh, uh, use cases and stuff. So PPE detection is where our current uh, area of interest is there. So let's try to understand their their demos. Then we move into our use case. So right now there is an image where a person is working in a construction site and he's wearing a hard helmet and he's drilling something into a wall. I guess so. So Let's try to an analyze that there is some uh, uh, and response from that particular uh, uh, API. So a person is detected, it shows 99.9. .9. A face is detected. A face cover is detected where the user is wearing a face cover. And face cover on nose too. Yep. Does that face cover actually cover his nose? Yes, correct. And whether his left hand is detected, his right hand is detected. And whether he is actually wearing a hand card cover in his left hand, both and the right hand as well. So this gives you a, a corresponding confidence and then proceeds with your uh, next one, which is like a group of persons where, uh, in a particular, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, like it looks like a factory or something like that. So it actually identifies that there are a couple of persons in this particular picture. So which is zero, one, two, three. Uh, so it actually has four members. So each member actually tries to identify uh, each of the stuff. So let's take the ID number zero. So which is the person who's wearing a, black, a blue color suit. So a person is directed and a face is directed. He is wearing a face car and he's also wearing a, 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 an eye uh, protective as well. But he does not, he does not wear, he's, he's actually exposing his right hand, which is around 80%, but he does not actually uh, wear any, any protective uh, cover for his right hand and also but his head is detected and his head cover is also detected 
and is a head car actually fitting on his head that is also true so you can actually verify that for each person so this is how it helps you to identify how you can uh, uh, identify the personal protective equipments in an image and this actually works seamlessly for videos so you can actually take frame by frame and pass to your uh, api and it gives out gives out your response accordingly so this is how an pp direction works so now it's better that we jump to our current demo so uh, i'm i'll be heading over to my SageMaker where i have my notebook so i have my notebook running so so of course uh just to mention uh if you are trying to follow this demo please ensure that you have credits or your set up your billing system properly because this demo actually will uh will involve some pricing so make sure that whenever you use any cloud services i always uh, uh insist to make a check on your billing so that you don't run over or leave your instances or some endpoints running and you rack up some money on it so trust uh, and i have done it before so i don't want to others to do it as well so i think it's a, a honest mistake but please avoid doing it so it's a very very simple code sample uh, which actually help explains you most of the things so this is where we actually try to identify whether a person wears a particular face mask so what i'm actually trying to do is uh, i have three images with me so i can i think i can show you that so i have a three images so mask.jbg mask1 and mask2 so those are all three different cases of a person wearing a mask and then we'll try to identify how that pp actually works so let me first show you the results then i'll walk you through the code and then we'll discuss about scaling this particular problem so there are three images so this is the first image and this is the second image and this is the third image so i have uh, uh, bounded this box with green if, if i found the person is actually wearing a face mask properly and uh, uh, a collection of both uh, green and red indicates that the person is actually wearing a face mask but not properly and red actually indicates that the person is not wearing a, a face mask at all so right now there is a picture of a woman who is wearing a face mask perfectly which covers her both nose and mouth and if you can fairly notice that it has a green bounding box so which means that pp direction works perfectly and there is an image of a person who is actually wearing a face mask but it does not cover his uh, nose so it identifies that a person is wearing a face mask but it's not proper and there is a uh, image of a man who is not wearing any face mask so let's try to walk us through the code right now which will make much more sense so i will fill that with green red yellow to identify different cases uh, green is perfect, yellow is where it does not, and red is where he does not wear a face mask at all. So I'm using CV2 uh, for image processing and stuff. So I'm opening an image, I'm converting that to a binary, and I'm actually printing it. So that's what you see over here. So we need to actually import our recognition client, so which we have to use Boto3 if you are using Python and if you are using your notebook within your uh, instance or within aws you also ensure that you have your iam service set for it so to do that uh, head over to your iam management console and make sure that your SageMaker has an access to aws recognition as well so just to ensure and i can show you how that works as well so under the roles under the execution i have ensured that my SageMaker has uh, recognition full access so 
so that my uh, SageMaker service can interact with recognition service. So I'm going to detect uh, protective equipment. So client.detectProtectiveEquipment receives your image in binary. So I'm sending that in binary and it identifies the uh, all the persons in, in, in that particular image. Uh, so in that I'm trying to identify the face car as uh, uh, the PPE item as face car. And I'm going to fill that with green if the if the mask is found true. And I'm going to identify that face mask. I'm going to draw a bounding box. And if I feel that this person is not actually covering his body part, which is which I said, like if the person is wearing a uh, face mask, but it does not really cover his nose. So it gives that its its confidence is less and it bounds with an yellow bony box. And then if the face mask is not found, I'm going to draw a bounding box around the body. So which you are seeing right now. So and your main Python code is like where you import the three images and send it to PPE. And I'm setting that as a point 80% uh, of confidence. And you can set it to any any confidence score threshold as you wish for. And you can recognize these stuff. So this is right now just an image. So you can even send uh, video frames and video samples. So which can be done uh, same as that, but you have to import your video from your S3 bucket and so. And uh, AWS recognition has a very good seamlessly. You can receive from your uh, webcam and so on and so. And uh, you can easily refer that to uh, with some of documentation links, which I'll provide you. So uh, this will be a good starter, but those are the stuff which will help you to build some uh, innovative business uh, uh, use cases as well. So you actually answered that question that we had in chat, which was, uh, is this responsive enough to be able to process video as well? And it, it sounds like a yes, you can do it. Yes, correct. Yeah. Uh, yep. So I think that answers the question. Correct. So yes, it is very reliable for, uh, uh, to hit with multiple frames of your video frames. So you can confidently use it and, uh, you can refer to a video analysis of a part of recognition where they use CV2 to, to separate the video frames out of video. And then you actually call your actual API, which is direct protective equipment to get the results. So your API can uh, can handle many API requests at a time. So I think that answered your question as well. So I think we just missed one one single point or maybe I also wanted to reiterate one, one single point. So let me take you back to our presentation. So there was one point which I mentioned that for items of detected PP and uh, just to be sure, can you see my presentation? Yes, sir. Yes, okay. So uh, for the items of detected PPE and indicator for whether or not the PPE covers a corresponding body part. So this is one of my best feature of direct uh, protective equipment. You are not just uh, detecting whether the person is wearing or not. You actually ensure that the person is wearing a particular PPE in a right way. So if you're wearing a head, uh, head uh, cover, you make sure that it covers your complete head. Or if you're wearing a face mask, you make sure that it covers your nose and your mouth. In our use case, we actually identified whether the person uh, covers his nose or not. So which is one of the amazing features that you can leverage to make sure that the person not only wears a, a PP equipment, but also you ensure that he wears it properly. So I think this is the best use case, which I want to reiterate. And uh, that actually brings us to the end of today's session where uh, we actually saw about uh, why we have uh, AI services in first place. 
And if you are interested to search, to look into other AI services from other cloud providers, there is Azure Cognitive Services, which pretty much provides most of the uh, uh, things which we have seen right today. But I'm not sure it does not provide you protective uh, equipment. I think AWS has done a pretty good job on that. And, uh, and we understood the concept of why we have a cloud provider cognitive or AI services where you can leverage it immediately. And we also saw why, what, what sort of benefits it has when you try to use this stuff. And also, we also discussed that it, it's, it's an always a debate and a trade-off when you try to use an, uh, pre-built AI services versus your custom AI services for your business use cases. And also then we deep dive into recognition and, uh, uh where we saw about why we have recognition, what are use cases it covers. And though we didn't actually look into the demos, but we also saw what sort of uh, use case, uh, scenarios that we can use it for. And then we saw about uh, what benefits that uh, recognition has as compared to your custom co computer vision models. And then we saw about the uh, protection, personal protective equipment detection API. And we saw a, a demo where we identify how the person is wearing a, a, a face mask. And also we ensure that the face mask is worn properly. And that brings us to the end of today's session. And uh, if there are any questions, I would really like to take so right. So we, we did have another question, which was, um, I, I, I think the answer for this, well, I'll, I'll tell you what the question is first. So the question was, is this sensitive enough to tell the difference between cloth, surgical, or N95 types of masks? And I think that the answer is that the, I did not see that in the response API. It just basically says, you know, the response API today is saying, yes, there is a covering and mm -hmm. is it on the body part, but you also mentioned that they're continuously upgrading it. So yes. I'm, I'm wondering if you have some examples where you have seen one of these APIs gain new capabilities as time goes on. And, you know, obviously I want to hear your answer. Oh, okay. So this is an amazing question. So, uh, uh, just to make sure that uh, the current API does not support uh, a detection of whether the face mask is cloth, surgical, or N95, for an instance. But how to actually achieve by get uh, to achieve this particular use case? So the first one is you try to identify whether the person is wearing a protective personal equipment, which is a face card, which you can done with that particular API, and then you can actually pass those uh, results to a second recognition API, which is your custom model. So Custom label is where you try to uh, label with your uh, uh, personal and your uh, uh, custom classification categories, which is now your surgical N95 and cloth mask, right? So when you have three categories and uh, when you bring your uh, own uh, uh, categories to it and you have the data for that, then with those two APIs working synchronously, then you'll be able to first identify that the person is wearing a face mask then you'll be able to even categorize that as it's a as a cloth mask or N95 mask or surgical mask, so on. So probably this is, is a collection or a connection between two different APIs, but it solves your use case at the end. But of course, this is uh, it more uh, it leans a little bit towards your custom using your custom label recognition API. But of course, at the end of the day, it solves your problem as well. That's actually great because that yes, you can definitely filter that confirm this person is wearing a face mask. Mm -hmm. But then after that, we're trying to identify which type of face mask. So th there's your exactly. answer. I, I really thank you. I, I know you said that we're reaching the end. I'm, I'm going to give it a little more time if anybody has more questions. But I really yeah. thank you because not only did you explain things in a way that anybody can understand the value mm -hmm. here, 
but you also showed us the code and you also showed us things like make sure you have this permission so people can actually replicate it. So I really thank you, Vivek. You did a yep. great job in this presentation. Awesome. Thank, thank you for that. So I think I will pass my uh, GitHub repo, which actually has uh, not only this uh, PPE detection, but it also has your complete uh, recognition uh, API and also your AI services demo as well. So I think that will help you to get you started and some code demos, which will also uh, immediately try some cool stuff as well. So Perfect. I think I can pass that particular repo. Yeah. And I'll, I'll make sure that it's in the, in the video links. Yeah, and sure. I'll also add it in the, I had a little thread explaining uh, from, you know, from this talk on Twitter and I okay. saw you're active on Twitter. So uh, people can find you at Vivek 007. Yes. And uh, your GitHub is Vivek0712. So you're, mm -hmm. you're very much available. I, I also noticed that you are very much a force in the community. So thank you for everything you do for the, all the communities you are part of. Yeah, thank you for that. And actually, I'm giving back to the community because uh, the, the things which I learned is from the community. So I felt like this is the time for me to give back to the community. And I love doing teaching people. So here it is. Awesome. Thank you so much. I will stop the recording and it should be processed.